Hi, thank you for joining me for another episode of Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki, your intuitive development coach, as well as a life coach, as well as a course creator, and which I am so excited about. There's a new course available called Introducing You to Your Soul. It is self-guided, and yet I'm here with you along the process as I do live events and also am available by message and through the membership portal on the website. So I am thrilled to finally be able to bring this, or to timely. I think sometimes we say finally, and it's just so judgmental. Like, why didn't I get to that before? Well, I could ask that question, and I could certainly come up with some reasons, but I don't know, is that worth anything? I think it's best to say timely. It worked when it worked. And it's now available, and let's see where this goes. I'll be adding more and more courses as the time goes by in the next couple months because there's been a request for it for years. And honestly, with the level of coaching that I do, the number of people, it (laughs) gets a little hectic sometimes and a little tough to squeeze in some hours when I talk about balance in life and I really am doing that for myself. I'm walking the walk. And that takes a little bit of practice. And by creating these courses, you know, will also allow me to have some of that time to create whatever the balance and the expansion is in my life to deepen my own spiritual practice, which is what this episode is about. It was requested. And I will always talk about this topic because on one hand, I think we make it too big of a topic. I think there's so much information out there about how to deepen your spiritual practice that that can actually get in the way of having a spiritual practice. And I think that in order to create a life, in order to feel connected to who you are, to access your soul level joy, and to be playful, and to be creative, abundant in this lifetime, The spiritual practice can't be something separate from the life you're living. I think it needs to be folded in. Now, are there things that you can do that help you to be more connected to yourself? Yes. And that in and of itself, I guess, could be considered the spiritual practice. What I like to teach is that it becomes part of everything that you are involved in. So therefore, it doesn't become such a big thing. If you've ever set the intention of, I'm going to meditate every day, great, wonderful. But that's kind of like saying, I'm going to work out every day. You know, sometimes life is there and the schedule gets to be such that the meditation practice that you set up to to have just doesn't happen. And then I find people beat themselves up for it. I really want to encourage that your practices be part of everyday walking in life as a human being with this soul experience and the expansion that's possible. So if you want to deepen your spiritual practice, absolutely include meditation. It is vital. But also know that meditation can be when you are sitting out on your back porch and you're looking up at the trees or whatever is your view from your back porch and you space out a little bit. And you go a little bit fuzzy in the eyes. And then you come back and you're like, whoa, where'd I go? Well, you just meditated. Congratulations. Or it can be when you're taking a walk and you're contemplating and you're 
you just get in the zone, you just meditated. And yes, sometimes we get in that practice while we're driving. And you arrive somewhere and think, how the heck did I get here? And while I'd like everyone to pay attention, I also know that that's something that's it's happened to me. I know it happens to a lot of people. <laughs> so this is something that needs to be considered also meditation so that you can wind it into your practice. I am much more likely to be consistent with what could be considered a meditation practice when I tie it to something that I am already doing in my day. Uh, for instance, every morning there is a cup of coffee because this system does not run <laughs> without a cup of coffee. But that's because it's a ritual. It's not so much the caffeine that's involved as much as it is the ritual of making the cup of coffee of sitting down in whether it's the corner of my couch or whether it's out on my deck um, or sometimes it's on the floor if I feel like I need to ground a little bit I will sit on my floor and make sure my back is supported and those first 10-15 minutes I don't assign anything in my head I just let it go wherever it wants to go and sometimes the thought process is pretty weird and sometimes it's a download for my guides and sometimes it's man I love this coffee I have the Nespresso coffee maker and I'm telling you people it is absolutely a gift from the gods I think um, because it makes this foamy frothy thing on the top that feels like you just got to meet up with your favorite barista and it's just amazing the quality of coffee it makes. So that in and of itself is a meditative practice that has helped me to deepen my own connection to my soul. Because as I'm sitting there with this coffee, I am acknowledging that here I am. It's a new day starting. I'm grateful to be here. And what is it that I would like to be, see, experience in this day and that just helps me to center in because if you consider your spiritual practice to be connected to soul self and to the guides and to the ascended masters and to all that is energy the earth then your self and your frequency has to be invested in that and sometimes it is a matter of acknowledging your presence and being centered and say, hey, here I am. You could do that in the grocery store line. You could do that when you're in your car. You could do that, I hope, especially when you are speaking to children because they will know if you're distracted. So being present is being centered is also a way to connect up to your own spiritual practice. Now, I know there are some people who want me to say, put it on the calendar every day for 10 minutes. Well, go ahead and do that for yourself. You're an adult, I assume. And you can make those choices for yourself. I am never going to tell someone what their spiritual practice is because that's not cool. It's not okay. I can suggest ways that I have found that have worked and that have worked with thousands of clients. But you have to decide how to deepen your spiritual practice. I know for some people, working in the garden or painting or curling up with a good book, 
Um, I love feeding the birds and the squirrels on my balcony. I don't like the mess. I'll be honest with that. But I love the joy that they get and even some of the skirmishes that they get into out there. And to me, that just brings such a feeling of connectiveness to the whole universe. And that's a way of, we could say it's a concrete way of connecting to my spiritual practice, but you know what? If you don't do the things, you're never gonna strengthen it. Have you ever wondered where your soul is? How you can be in touch with it? How you can use it and communicate with it with your human senses as well as your intuition? I wondered this for a long time and as I practiced and learned how to do it, I have now created a course that you can take that is self-guided along with some live events with me that can help you to connect to your soul as well and to use this amazing collaboration between your human self and your soul to empower your life, to create what you'd like to have and most importantly to be able to feel that you belong that you are amazing and then what would you like to do with that in the world so head on over to the website vickybaird.com check it out and sign up and let me know if you need any help so grounding is also another way of connecting into your joy which is your soul the soul carries the energy of joy it is playful it is not time oriented it is something that says you humans are amazing and the human I chose to walk around in is just the best thing ever and it's the most <laughs> encouraging, the best cheerleader you could ever want to have, which is why I encourage people to connect with that soul energy. But we still have to ground because we're physical, we're human. And energetically, things can go a little wonky sometimes. Uh, my favorite grounding really is to put my back up against a tree. And this can be seated but I've also done this while hiking and feeling like because I can get kind of spacey when I'm hiking because of the energy of the trees and the plants and the animal life that are out there, I can get to be quite the space cadet while I'm hiking, which also means you take wrong turns and that's not cool. So sometimes when I'm out there, I will just put my back up against a tree. I'm grateful to be in the Northeast because there are a lot of evergreens and I just find them to be for me the most grounding tree and I will put my back up against that and just take a couple breaths and allow my soul energy and my psychic body and everything to reconnect with my physical self so that we're all working together because if you want to enhance your spiritual practice so that you can be in the energy of higher frequency floating all the time, I do not recommend that because your human brain is not made of that material. And the gelatinous mess that it is needs us to be in-house, needs us to be in body. And the more grounded you are, the higher you can connect. So while I do want us to raise our frequencies and to always be looking to increase our understanding of what's available to us to connect into via spirit, source, um, universal knowledge. It is vitally important that you include your physical body with it. And the connection 
that is the earth is a great way to do that. And you've heard me say that so many times if you've listened to another episode, like get out in nature. So if you want to connect in with your non-physical self, you actually invite your physical self to be part of the process. So just look around. Look at the beauty that already exists in this world. Look at the faces of other people. Connect in with the heart-centered knowing that you have within yourself. I do believe spending time alone is vitally important to connect to your soul, to your own spiritualness, your own spirit that exists within you. Because if you don't spend time alone, how are you going to know what you want? How are you going to know who you are? You'll be distracted by everything that's going on around you and that can be kind of frustrating. And the other thing about spending time alone is it helps you to trust your intuition. It helps you to get those messages either through seeing, feeling, hearing, intuiting, downloading, things just popping in. Everybody has their own <laughs> unique wiring. But that time alone helps you to trust your intuition. Will it bring up stuff that's emotional that maybe you've been pushing down? Yeah, it might. But you know what? If you don't do your psychological work, you will not be able to deepen your spiritual practice. You won't. It gets in the way. And can you tell I get a little emphatic with this? And you may be one of those, did you listen to a few episodes back, the surface shifter? You know, someone who has all the books, knows all the wording to use, the current vernacular and stuff, but isn't actually doing the time alone, the connecting with self. You cannot enhance your own vibration and know who you are intuitively if you are constantly distracted or surrounded by people. It just gets into your energy field and it distracts and then you don't have that meeting up with you that is needed and in a spiritual connection a knowing connection you actually want to arrive in a place where you really like who you are and that needs time alone so there are so many ways that you can deepen your practice. Uh, I just want people to know that you don't have to go buy a bunch of crystals. You don't have to have all the cards. You don't have to, you know, meet up with a you know, someone who's an expert. You are an expert in this already. You've done so many lifetimes. So connect in with yourself and ask. What are the things that bring me joy? What is something that makes me laugh? What lights me up? What brings that tear to your eye? You know, the joyful tear, the, oh, hard to suck it back. Like, all I have to do is see a little pity face, and I am just on cloud nine. I love their frequency, the energy, the dopiness, that smile that they have on their face. Um, and that is connected to the joy of spirit that is connecting in with the soul where is that in your life stop looking at this as if you have some place you need to arrive in in your spiritual practice there's no place that you have to get to and there's no place that getting to is going to help you with in where you are right now so be good with where you are look around you See and and be willing to move thy arse in 
creating your connection to self, there's your spiritual practice. You, you drag you wherever you go, so why not connect in with that and see how much of a relationship you can get going there. And I, this, it sounds easy, I know it's not easy. I know the, how easy it is to avoid, how easy it is to sabotage, to put your energy somewhere else, or even to numb out and not connect in with this. But the question that was brought to me is how do I deepen my spiritual practice? And these are ways to do it. We have to not make it so hard. Don't make it one more ta-da thing on your list. Like don't make it one more thing that you want to accomplish. Make it part of your day. Somebody pulls in front of you in traffic instead of allowing the knee-jerk reaction of being upset, you take a breath, you pause, and then you allow for understanding. You know, maybe they just didn't see you there. I know I've done that to people and then felt like, oh, sorry, uh, you know, you were in my blind spot or I wasn't paying attention. I was in that meditative space. Just bring it into your everyday action, your everyday way of being, rather than having it be this exalted thing, because it's not. It's not. The peace and calming, and which is, by the way, a great product from Young Living Oils. <laughs> Um, but the peace and the calm that will come to you by bringing all of this into a daily way of being, there's your spiritual practice. So I sincerely hope this answered the question. I know that there are so many ways to get there. Uh, but again, getting there is not the, op- is not the, shouldn't be the intention. Um, being here in a vibration that is loving, that is caring, that is has good boundaries, that is directed for what you love and how you want to be in this world. Well, if we all considered that our goal of spiritual practice, how stinking fun would it be to be human? So that's what I'm going to encourage. Thank you so much for the question. I love when these things are suggested and I can help in any way. Uh, I wish you the best and I will see you in the next episode. If this is something you feel would be beneficial to you, feel free to pop on over to the website, vickybaird.com, V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com or at Coach Vicki Baird on all the social platforms.